My friend Ruth was a high school teacher for 30 years up in Minnesota. And she lived and she taught in the, the same district the entire time. She taught generations of kids in White Bear Lake. And teaching is one of those jobs that if you do it long enough, you can't leave the house without running into students, their, their parents, coworkers, all of that. And Ruth both loved that and honestly, she was, she was a little exhausted by that. While Jesus was speaking to them, a ruler came and knelt in front of him saying, my daughter has just died, but come and place your hand on her and she'll live. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. After all those years of teaching, my friend Ruth, she, like the ruler who came and knelt in front of Jesus, she was someone. She was someone in her community. She'd have people pick up her lunch tabs sometimes. She'd have students that would let her into movies for free. When I'd be with her, people would wave at her and say hi. She was a beloved educator. But it was also tiring. She, she always felt like she was a little bit on display. And particularly as she approached retirement, she was tired and she was distracted and definitely ready to be done teaching. And she had this whole plan. She was going to travel, belong to her book clubs, volunteer with her church community. She, she, she had a plan. And retirement started out great. And then, COVID. Now, her original plan had been to stay active, but be a little less out there in public. Once the pandemic hit, her, her book clubs, they moved online, and she would FaceTime with her grandkids. And she took lots of walks with a couple of friends who were kind of in her bubble. And that was two years ago. I remember saying this about this time last year. I remember saying this on a Sunday, hold on, we're almost there. People were just starting to get vaccinated. And then in June, the Center for Disease Control announced that vaccinated people no longer needed to wear masks, hallelujah. And now, again, Schools are shutting down. And the infection rate is twice as bad as it ever has been. Now, on one hand, we're all pros at this now. We, we know about masks. We, we know about social distancing. We know about vaccines. On the other hand, it's been two years, two difficult years. Ruth's not okay. And it's not that she's had some big falling out with her friends, nothing like that. Not with her church community or her kids. She is feeling distant. She was telling me that she, she feels invisible these days. Like she really doesn't matter that much anymore. 
Then a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years came up behind Jesus, reached out and touched the hem of his clothes. She thought, if only I touch his robe, I'll be healed. So acknowledging the request of a ruler, a, a somebody, Jesus was on his way over to help. Now, a woman who had become invisible in her town decided to reach out to Jesus as he was passing through. As someone who feels invisible, she doesn't want to call too much attention to herself. As someone who used to feel like a somebody, Ruth, she wants someone to notice her. After the thousands of people that she has taught over the years, she feels like someone should notice that she's become invisible. Ruth is not alone. This is a very real part of our world right now. For some people, it starts kind of being kind of a sort of relief. After feeling strung out with too many demands before the pandemic, there's a, a sense of relief sometimes at being invisible. I, I've heard this at the Shawnee Mission Band Boosters meetings. People were kind of grateful for a break in the demands to volunteer. But now, after two years, the other parents that they knew, well, their, their kids graduated. New people have kind of moved in and Everybody's sort of invisible from one another. They, they're not known like they used to be. And they don't feel connected like they used to be. So I'm going to tell you, both as a pastor and the band's volunteer coordinator, there's a lot of that feeling of disconnectedness around. Healthcare workers, educators too. They're working crazy hours in understaffed, overflowing facilities, which are full of sick people. And they've been doing that for two years. And so many feel like the rest of the world doesn't see, doesn't see the stress and the hurt that they are experiencing. People who no longer go into an office they, they may really enjoy not having the commute, but they are feeling less connected with coworkers. Zoom, Teams, Slack, all of that, it's not the same as having someone you can take a coffee break with or grab lunch with. And all of those online hangouts that many of us were doing a year ago we stopped doing that because, you know, the, the, panic was, uh, the pandemic was supposed to be over in July. My hope is that this current awful wave will just pass quickly. But here's the thing. Even if it does, the feelings that we are having, the, the disconnection, the distance that has developed, it doesn't just go away. So what are we to say to Ruth and to all of us who are feeling that sense of disconnection and invisibility? 
In her frustration, her, her fear, isolation, the woman reached out and she touched the hem of Jesus' clothes. She reached out. When Jesus turned and saw her, he said, Be encouraged, daughter. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed from that time on. It takes courage to reach out. When we have felt invisible for so long, it takes courage to risk further embarrassment. When we felt like there was a time that we were a somebody, but now kind of feel invisible, it takes courage to admit that you're hurt, that you're not okay. Jesus was on the way to a ruler's home to heal his daughter, and that this ruler felt entitled to ask for help. When Jesus went into the ruler's house, he saw the flute players and the distressed crowd. He said, go away, because the little girl isn't dead, but asleep. And they laughed at him. After he had sent the crowd away, Jesus went in and touched her hand, and the little girl rose up. The ruler was a somebody who was willing to humble himself, kneeling in front of Jesus to make the request that, that he needed to make, a miracle to save his daughter. It's something else, though, to reach out when you feel invisible, that you don't matter as much. Would Jesus have noticed the woman if she hadn't reached out? There was a time when Ruth would have felt willing and able to ask for the attention that she needs. But when you're feeling invisible, disconnected, it takes a special courage to reach out, to admit that you're not okay. And I know that there is someone that you know right now who needs to do that, and it may well be you. So many people are feeling disconnected and invisible even these days. This is a spiritual and a mental health condition. It's been a long couple of years. And that sense of disconnection, that's going to take a while to heal. Following our commitment to, to live as disciples, each of us needs to be encouraged to reach out. And each of us, in turn, needs to be willing to do our part to be there for one another. Now, I'm guessing that you, you probably have a person in mind, a, a Ruth in your life. And if it's you, I am encouraging you to reach out to someone today, today. Now, if God's Spirit placed someone else in your mind today, reach out to them today. Reach out today. All of us have a role in the healing that is so needed right now. Friends, will you pray with me? 
Holy Spirit, help us to see those who are feeling invisible today. Open our eyes to see that truth all around us and give us the courage to reach out in compassionate mercy and love to help heal the hurts that are in and around us today. Hear us as we pray together in song.